lost their lives. We are the ones that dropped the ball. You have a choice. Black people of the world, if you don't vote, please do not complain to me about the outcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did our people die for? Us to have lives we can strive for. Picking sides of civil war. This is what they fought for. Your vote is your voice, yeah. Your vote is your voice.
All the cards on the road with the turret. We love what they did. A Biden campaign official says the vehicles tried to run the bus off the road. Tensions high as the president fights to the final moment to secure a second term. Jeff Bennett, NBC News, Traverse City, Michigan. I'm Christy Welker. Tonight, Joe Biden closing out his campaign in Battleground, Pennsylvania, appearing with Lady Gaga. You guys can own this election. After hitting the key state of Ohio and again blasting the president over his handling of COVID-19 and the president's suggestion he may fire Dr. Anthony Fauci. I got a better idea. Elect me and I'm going to hire Dr. Fauci. Not, and we're going to fire Donald Trump. Biden making four stops in Pennsylvania today, Kamala Harris with five, while former President Obama going to Georgia and Florida to try to energize black and Latino voters with turnout in some areas below expectations. Tomorrow, after four years of failure, you have the power to change America. But Pennsylvania will be key, and the polls here are tightening. Our new NBC News Marist poll showing Biden's lead shrinking to just five points, which is within the margin of error. <laughs> Meanwhile, President Trump drawing tens of thousands of supporters to rallies here. Pennsylvania's Democratic Lieutenant Governor tweeting a photo of one tax-Trump rally, warning Democrats that's not Photoshop. The president is popular in PA, urging them to vote, tweeting, thank your ballot. We spoke to critical voters in the Philadelphia suburbs, including supporters of the president. What is the biggest issue for you? Um, economy, yeah, really. You think he's going to get job in the economy? I do, yeah, absolutely. And Biden. Why Biden and Harris? Because of what's going on in the world, the divisiveness, um, trying to entice the hateness, and it's just horrible. We need a change. The people are suffering. And Kristen joined me. Now, Kristen, what expectations are the Biden campaign setting tonight? Well, Lester, the Biden campaign insists Pennsylvania is not must-win for them, but they are fighting so hard here because it is very difficult for President Trump to win re-election without winning Pennsylvania again. Biden will be back here tomorrow. Lester. All right, Kristen, thanks very much. We know the counting the vote might take days in some places, and state laws permit that. But as you heard, President Trump again suggested that counting should stop tomorrow. Tom Costello tonight with a reality check. Never in the country's history has a winner been formally declared the night of the election. But with record numbers of voters, President Trump on Sunday falsely claimed votes should not be counted after Tuesday. I think it's a terrible thing when people or where, where states are allowed to uh, tabulate ballots for a long period of time after the election is over. But counting takes time, days, even weeks. And the president surely knows that. Here are the facts. 21 states and D.C. allow ballots postmarked by election day to be counted if they arrive after election day, including critical swing states Pennsylvania, Minnesota, North Carolina, and Ohio. But tonight, a big concern. The Postal Service, accused of slowing mail delivery to help President Trump, reports that on Saturday it moved only 62% of mailed-in ballots on time in central Pennsylvania and 64% in Atlanta, compared to a 95% overall on-time delivery in June. Some states are already counting millions of early votes, including Florida, Arizona, and North Carolina. Other battlegrounds like Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania can't begin counting until tomorrow. 
Pennsylvania's governor out with a new commercial trying to reassure voters. It may take a little longer than we're used to, even a few days, but that's okay because it's critical that your vote is counted. Even veteran Republicans are concerned by the president's rhetoric. Look, I'm a Republican. I agree with the president when he's right, but he's wrong about this. This type of rhetoric about rigged elections ultimately invites comparison to places like Russia, to places like Iran, places where they really do rig elections. In fact, every state has its own deadline for certifying election results. The real deadline, December 14th. That's when state electors must cast their ballots in the Electoral College. Experts caution, as states come in tomorrow night, they may trend blue or red, but all that matters is the final vote count, and they could all change their color. Lester? All right, Tom Costello, thanks. Let's bring in our political director and moderator of Meet the Press, Chuck Todd. Chuck, how do these two candidates reach the prize, 270 electoral votes? Well, in theory, there's a ton of ways for them to get there, but what we're really figuring out, there's really just two paths. There's a northern path and a southern path here. Watch our bars here as I move these states. For now, we're going to assume that Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan go Democrat. We're going to put Iowa and Ohio in the Republican column. And look what that leaves us with. You've got these five Sunbelt states plus Pennsylvania. And look at the importance of the Sunbelt to Donald Trump. Just one win by Biden, and he hits 270 or more. Arizona would do it. Texas would do it. Florida would do it. Georgia would do it. Or North Carolina would do it. Just one. But if the president holds all the Sunbelt, then where does that leave us? Well, it leaves us with Pennsylvania. And if you're trying to figure out why there's so much threat of lawsuits about Pennsylvania, it's because they've done this path, too. They've done these paths, too. And each side gets stuck at times with the 20 electoral votes in Pennsylvania. All right, Chuck, thanks very much. And for voters, the pandemic is front and center as it continues to explode across the country yet again, ravaging families and pushing hospitals to the brink. Here's Miguel Almaguer now on the alarming surge. As our nation approaches a staggering 100,000 new infections a day, hospitals in states like Utah, overwhelmed by a flood of COVID cases, say they may have to soon ration care. In Wisconsin, where the positivity rate is roughly 30%, retired health care workers are being asked to return to the front lines. For nurses and doctors inside this ICU in South Dakota, every statistic is a patient. Deaths in this state have risen 52%. As we're all trying to keep our cool on the outside, on the inside, we're like, so many patients I need to see. With the city of El Paso receiving its fourth mobile morgue after a surge in fatalities, scenes like these showing thousands partying on Halloween have first responders outraged. But smaller events, like a gathering inside a Vermont hockey rink, also have led to at least 89 infections now spread across 18 towns. In St. Louis, LaWanda Griffin survived the virus, but lost her mother and two great uncles to COVID. God, it was the hardest thing. On election eve, the pandemic and politics are colliding at polling sites. Experts say voting in person is as safe, if not safer, than going to the grocery store. Lester? All right, Miguel, thank you. Breaking tonight, what authorities are calling a deadly terror attack in Vienna, Austria that began near the city's central synagogue. Richard Engel now with late details. Police engaged in a gun battle in central Vienna tonight. They came under fire themselves. Police say several gunmen, you can see them here, dressed in white, carrying rifles, opened fire in 
six different locations. Austria's chancellor calling it a terror attack. The shootings were centered around the city's main synagogue, closed at the time. The area is also full of bars and restaurants, crowded tonight before a COVID lockdown begins tomorrow. People are sitting outside and people shooting at the people. Tensions were already high as jihadist attacks are on the rise in Europe, including just last week in France. Less than Disturbing developments. All right, Richard, thank you. Tonight, President Trump is holding a rally in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where protests erupted after the police shooting of Jacob Blake in August. Now it's looking more like this election could be won or lost in suburbs like Kenosha. But is the president's law and order message resonating with voters? Here's Gabe Gutierrez with that. Tonight in Battleground, Wisconsin, the fight for the suburbs is underway. President Trump rallied supporters in Kenosha. More than two months since the unrest following the police shooting of Jacob Blake. What happened to downtown Kenosha happened to me in my backyard. Had uh, law and order been called in sooner, uh, probably we would not have lost lives. In his battleground blitz over the last week, the president has been hammering home his campaign theme of law and order. Antifa and the anarchists, they view the suburbs as next. I'm saving suburbia. We believe in law and order. Suburban women, please love me, please love me. In 2016, suburban women supported Hillary Clinton over Mr. Trump by 11 points. A recent poll has Joe Biden up 19 points among the same group. The simple truth is, Donald Trump failed to protect America. So now, he's trying to scare America. Across the country, major cities are preparing for potential violence after the election, from New York to Philadelphia to Los Angeles. Even the White House plans to install a non-scalable fence in Kenosha, downtown businesses have been boarded up for months. What worries you most about the president being re-elected? Basically, the last four years happening again. Um, he's not trustworthy. Four years ago, President Trump won Wisconsin by less than 23,000 votes. Even though he trails in the polls here, his supporters warned not to count him out again. Lester? Right, Gabe Gutierrez in Kenosha, thank you. Another all-important block of voters, African-Americans, with the number of black Americans eligible to vote reaching a record 30 million this year. NBC's Blaine Alexander on some of what's weighing into that critical number. There's the South Carolina Biden supporter with everything on the line. Our livelihood, our well-being, our every day is at stake in this election. You know, people say, well, vote like your life depends on it. No, we're voting because our lives depend on it. The first-time voter in Minnesota working to get out the vote for President Trump. I am a conservative because I am Christian as of right now, and my political affiliations or my views align with the Republican Party. And the Georgia voter, driven by two things. Racial tensions and the pandemic. That's what's bringing you out to vote. Yes. Now both parties are scrambling to court that crucial black vote. Black lives matter, period. To every black American, vote for Trump. More than a third of America's black voters live in some of the country's most competitive states, including Florida, North Carolina, and Ohio. And the biggest concentration is right here in Georgia. 
where black voters comprise 32% of the electorate. I wanted just to come out and just do what I can. With 30 million eligible black voters, more than ever before, they could sway the election, particularly in those swing states. It's why Kayla Bino spent $600 to fly from Baltimore to Fort Lauderdale when her Florida absentee ballot didn't show up. I would not have been able to forgive myself for any vote in this election. I honestly feel that the stakes are far too high to be complacent. Now, all eyes are on Tuesday and turnout. Lane Alexander, NBC News, Atlanta. In just 60 seconds, election stress disorder. Yes, it's a real thing. We're going to tell you how to recognize it, how to deal with it.
including evidence such as this video that Furs secretly took.
Go ahead, Taj. <laughs> we were listening to Taj Crowder sing Smile. <laughs> 